gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and this motherfucker, John Coleman. God, why? Now I got to add another bleep there. It's fine, though. I'm, I've gotten used to it. What is going on, John Coleman? How you doing, man? Happy uh, Thursday, Dio. Happy Thursday. So, happy Today Starts Football. I know, right? Did you know? Did I you did, have any I, idea football I promise today? you, I did not know until I got an alert from Yahoo or Google or ESPN or whatever fantasy football league we're in saying tonight is your matchup. Please set your rosters. I mean, I'm having a hard enough time keeping up with NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Like, I didn't know they were, I knew they were going on, but I'm not really following it. I didn't really know. There's baseball, too, but, you know, who would know that? There's baseball. There's and, golf, too. my Atlanta Braves are doing well. There's golf. There's NASCAR. There's a lot there's going a, on. But you just wouldn't know. It's Why? Just, Why are we oblivious to it? Because of this, the media, the news. They control all. Okay, well, they don't control us. Correct. Yeah, hence, you're the mother <laughs> John Coleman. I said it. Now yeah, you're going to have to bleep, bleep it that's out. Two. Yeah, that's fine. That is two. two. And this is a 25-minute episode. Okay, you, you put a timestamp on it. We'll see. <laughs> We talked. We talked about that, but okay. We, we have been warned to never ever do that again. Yet we continue. We, by we, I mean me. Uh, yeah, correct. Okay, so check it out. You're listening to the Loan Officer Podcast. Yes. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Now do us a favor and go on social media, the Loan Officer Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, and like us. If you like what you hear, please share it. If you don't like what you hear, just never tune in again. Nice. Actually, you should tune in again because maybe you just didn't like this episode. We have 50-plus episodes. They're found on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, among other channels. Correct. You may find one that you like. But if you do like it, please share it. Yep. If you have tuned in multiple times and you're tuning in for a fifth or 50th, Mm. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Please review us. Please share us. We like doing this. We want to keep doing this. But we need the motivation. And you guys listening and watching, you are our motivation. Correct. All right. So uh, you and I were chatting about uh, topics and about three weeks ago, we talked about the topic of trust and how trust comes into selling. Correct. Right. And we talk a lot about um, people need to know you, mm-hmm. they need to like you Yep. and they need to trust you. Trust you. Yes. Yeah. So how do they know you? We've done actual episodes on that, getting out there and networking, right? Mm-hmm. We did a show networking FTW for the win. <laughs> yep. Um, how do they like you? Like, honestly, guys, how do people like you? Just don't be a dick. Mm. I mean, that's in, in, in a, in an easy way. Correct. I don't know if someone can teach you how to be likable. Yeah. Like I know you can pick up Dale Carnegie's book, how to win friends and influence others. And, and he can talk about tactics to make yourself likable. And I, I've actually pulled it up, um, on uh, my little phone right here. Nice. Okay, I, I, I actually saw someone posted this on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's uh, if it's relevant, we'll bring it to our audience. Okay. So this thing has like 19 tips. I'm only gonna read like five or six. Thank God. Thank God. All right. So first and foremost, we're talking about likable. This whole episode is not about being likable. It's about trust. Okay. But you have to know, like, and trust. Correct. We've talked about how people can get to know you, mm-hmm. but how do they like you? So ready? Smile. Can you do that? Can you smile? There it is. That's beautiful. Yes. All right. Always begin in a friendly way. Okay. That's kind of like, don't be a dick, right? Yeah. Uh, Always begin in a friendly way. Let the other person save face. So let the other person talk? Yeah, maybe. I had a hard one with that. I had a hard time with that one too. Like let them save face. Like, like, I guess if they say and do something that, um, it might might uh, put be be a like, kind of put off a little like bit. like abrasive or something. Yeah, is that like you know benefit of the doubt or something. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know what? Let it go. Okay, gotcha. let it go. Let gotcha. them save face. Let okay. it go. 
don't criticize, condemn, or complain. That's a big one for many of us. Mm-hmm. Like we naturally, as 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 Westerners, mm-hmm. we like to complain. Mm-hmm. Like so, this is saying if you want people to like you, just don't be a complainer because ultimately people don't, don't like complainers. Okay. Um, this one's really hard for me. Okay. Really, really hard. Let the other person or people do all the talking. Yeah. Okay. You got to talk back in a conversation, though. Of course, but don't make the conversation all about you. It's very difficult. I'm still struggling with that to this day. Yeah, all about you. Yeah. But I think if you're asking enough questions, Mm -hmm. you can make a a conversation less about you. So those are from Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence Others. Mm -hmm. Those are six of about 19 tips that I recently pulled up, saved, because I want to go back and look at them. Okay. But we're going to talk about trust now. Let's do it. Okay. The three R's. We'll call it R's. R like a like yeah, a like pirate. A pirate. Yeah. yeah. R. Hey, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yes. I knew. Oh, yeah. What a segue. God. Yeah. You know. Hey, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna tag them in a post. Of course, they don't respond. But if they did, what if the podcast was our Trojan horse to get in like tickets? Oh, you know what? Uh, someone told me that you uh, Raymond James Stadium is not opening up to fans. That is true. I completely forgot. Because so, how about tickets next year? Virtual fans. Yeah. I got so excited. I got ahead of myself. All right, John Coleman, I just talked to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. And you can have all the tickets to the first game that you want for free. That's awesome. You can sit anywhere (laughs) as long as you can convince Raymond James that you can go to the God, I completely forgot. Okay. Okay. All right, so no more rabbit holes. Yep. These are the three R's Mm -hmm. for trust building. Okay. Do you have any idea what the first one would be? Um... I do, but for the people listening, let's just say I had no idea. What would be the first R of relationship building? Trust building. Yeah, trust building. Trust building. Recognition. Okay. Okay. And it's more about giving recognition. It's more about slowing down and recognizing verbally mm-hmm. to the person that's going to ultimately become your client that you're grateful for them. Right? That's It's it's showing gratitude. Mm-hmm. So when you when you give recognition, it's... um. Not being dismissive. And I'm going to give an example. Yesterday, I was called by a past client. Mm. I should have never picked up the the phone because I was under a time crunch, a deadline to Mm -hmm. get one task done. I was trying to respond to an email and just had someone walk in my office who needed my immediate help. Okay. So picking up the phone, I made that error. And if I picked it up, then I'm going to need to give that person my R because I need to be able to build trust with them. Okay. My go-to was to be dismissive. My go-to wasn't one where it was, John, thank you so much for calling me. How can I help you? It was, hi. Um, I'm kind of busy right now. Uh, yeah, what is it? Mm-hmm. It's a very dismissive tone. It's a dismissive language. I had two choices there. Either pick up the phone and do it right. Or don't pick up the phone at all. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to pick up the phone, then I wanted to A, not be dismissive, and B, I wanted to show gratitude. Mm-hmm. Right. So the first R is just that. It's recognition. Recognize verbally. Let the person know how grateful you are that they are calling. And then ask them what it is that they need. What is it that I can do for you today, sir? And it sounds like even when you said it, it's almost like a tonality thing. You don't literally have to say what you said articulated. It's just, hey, a jovial tone. You don't, you know. It's more verbal cues, not so what, much what you say. One hundred percent. Yeah, because if if you say the words but you say them in a grumpy voice, <laughs> yeah. then the words aren't heard. The tone of your voice is heard. Yeah. Uh, so yes. So that's the first R, mm-hmm. is recognition. 
recognize and be grateful. Mm. Let the person know with both your tone as well as with your words that you're grateful that they have reached out to you. This could be, by the way, in person. John, thank you so much for taking the time to meet me at XYZ location. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend listening to me pitch you on why this plan is the better plan for you and your business. Mm. So, you know, to me, I think of showing recognition when the phone rings, but it's showing recognition also if you're speaking in front of an audience. Mm. It's showing recognition if someone took the time to meet you for lunch. Just show the recognition and and you know, and be gracious. Is that something when you when you say recognition like that? Is that when you say it, it sounds like it's something you should almost lead with rather than close with. Like as soon as you start the meeting, it's like thank oh, you for meeting with me rather than yes, yeah. What well, it, it is the first R. Mm. Yeah, these R's are are <laughs> yes R R R. These are R's. Yeah, these R's, the three R's in building trust. This is one that you would want to lead with. Okay. You don't don't want to close with it because I'm trying to get you to like me. Mm. I want you to trust me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you already know me and we're going to do business together. So yes, you definitely want to lead with this. Not and it won't hurt you to close with it, but are you serious? I could have swore I turned this thing off. <laughs> it, um, happens. it happens. It happens. Oh, we'll keep going. Yeah. All right. Second R, mm-hmm. reliable. Mm, that's tricky. Reliability. Yeah. Are you reliable? Yeah. What, what does reliability mean to you? Uh, I thought about this actually on the way, and I was like, what is reliable? Reliable means always being, um, I would say honest, reliable, because everybody wants to be like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it on the weekends. I'll work nights and weekends. But sometimes you put yourself in a corner um, where you do more damage. So I think being honest, if you can't take on the task, just Say no, because that way you don't set yourself up for failure and let other people down. I yeah. realize do that. Do you do what you say? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you reliable? Mm. Re- reliable is also um, getting somewhere on time. Mm. I struggle. To this day. With this. This is me. I struggle with this. Yeah, I noticed you rolled in a little bit late. Uh, I didn't know if you maybe had too many cocktails last night or maybe. No, just... may- maybe I know with you some nights you work late. So because you work late the night before, yeah. you may then roll in a little bit yeah. late. Um, but, yeah, I noticed that. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> no, but, no, I, I personally struggle with this. And, and my issue isn't, like, and there shouldn't be, right? There's either wrong or right when it comes to being reliable with, with, with your time, being mm-hmm. respectful of someone else's time. I swear on my end, I'm not, like, 15, 20, 30 minutes late. Mm. Mine's always 3 to 7. Three, it's seven three minutes. to seven minutes. It's one of those, well, I timed it out in my head, and it's a 25-minute drive. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if I have to be there by yeah. 1, and I leave by 12.35, yeah. but what I forget about is in order to leave my house, I have to open the garage, pull out of the, the, yeah. the driveway, close Go, the garage. Drive through the neighborhood. Drive, wait for the gate to na- yeah, open. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at you and your fancy neighborhood and having uh, gates. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um but then when I get when I get to where I'm going, I have to park. I have to walk into the office building. I have to go up the elevator. Yep. Yeah, all that took three to seven minutes. Therefore, I am three to seven minutes all the time until I listen to an interview, true story, with John Cena. Oh, my God. Was it like a backstage, like? No, it was like an article in, like, um, Fortune magazine, Forbes. Hell, it could have been Maxim magazine. Yeah. But it was John Cena who said, he started speaking my language, Mm -hmm. which is, the biggest dick move you can do is be late. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a dick. Yeah. I'll quit being late. So I have gotten much better. But when we're talking about the second R of mm-hmm. building trust, 
Be reliable. So reliable is, is okay, that's with your time. How about this one? How reliable are you that if I called you, you're going to pick up? And if you're not available, how reliable are mm-hmm. you to me that you're going to call me back mm-hmm. within a time frame that is impressive? That's my favorite. Because in my opinion, in today's day and age, there's no such thing as a missed call. FYI for everyone out there, there is no such thing as a missed call. There's so many alerts, messages, people scroll through their phone, your phone's always attached to you. I don't yeah, know. when you say missed call, like I didn't pick it up or missed call, meaning I didn't pick it up and I never returned it. Ghosted. That's what I like to term ghost. So yeah, we, we no, ghosted, no, no. no, like I no. see it, ignore it, hate it. Yeah. No, and, and a rule of thumb that's worked for me throughout my whole career, one hour. I have one hour to return your phone call. Now that is within normal business hours. So for me, that would be from 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Okay. If you're trying to reach me after hours, and I'm trying to, by the way, get you to know me, mm-hmm. like me, and trust me. Very true. I may be more willing to also be reliable mm-hmm. after hours on the weekends, but I don't live by that same one-hour rule. My rule gets extended to two to four. Mm-hmm. I have two to four hours mm-hmm. because I do have a family, and I do owe it to them that they get the bulk of me after hours. For sure. I give work the bulk of me during hours. Absolutely. But one hour. You have one hour to return my email. You have one hour to return my voicemail. Text messaging? Mm, Okay. Yeah, I, um, you're on your own. (laughs) You're on your own. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. You're on your own with with text messaging because if I go off on my tangent, then I can hear my 15-year-old in my ear Mm. calling me a boomer. And I'm like, dude, I'm only a year or two removed from almost being a millennial, how dare you try to call me a boomer? How dare you? But I don't prefer text messaging for business purposes. Mm. Therefore, if someone texts me and I don't reply for four or six hours, I don't really feel bad. Let me ask you, why is that? Because, you know, you'll pick up the call. You might even return a voicemail. But why do you think texting is more like a a personal, more, and I don't say intrusive isn't the right word, but why do you feel that, you know? I have realized earlier on I'm more effective when you can hear me. You can hear my inflection in my voice. You can hear my tone. You can hear my pauses. You can't hear anything on a text. That goes to email as well. I prefer to do business to explain things in person, and if not in person, then over the phone. Makes sense. So for me, that's... I love texting. I mean, I probably text a hundred times a day. Mm -hmm. Usually it's with four of my closest guy friends Mm -hmm. or it's texting my wife. Hey, I'm leaving work. I'll be home in 35 minutes. Do you need me to grab anything? Mm -hmm. But you know, to me, texting isn't necessarily something that I want to use business wise. Mm -hmm. Now I may text you, Hey, I'm in a meeting. I can call you in an hour because I saw you just tried to call me just like with my phone that (laughs) just rang. That was my business partner calling, and yeah. I did the whole ignore. <laughs> yeah. I could pick up my phone right now and text him, hey, man, I'm in a meeting. I'm podcasting right now. I'll call you in an hour. Mm. But in general, that's not it. Okay. So but back on the third R, the whole reliability, we're talking about pick up your phone. Mm-hmm. If you can't pick it up, then create a habit where you return all phone calls because what will happen is people will then start believing in you and trusting in you that, oh, well, just because I called John and he wasn't available – Through experience, I know he's going to call me back pretty quickly, Mm. and quickly is an hour or less. Mm. Even if you have to call that person back and say, hey, I got your voicemail. 
I want to let you know that I'm back to back to back booked in meetings this afternoon. But was it something quick or do you want me to schedule a time to call you back later? All that person needs to hear is that you're important to me. I'm grateful that you're calling me. I currently don't have enough time to dedicate to your need, but I want to create that time. Mm. Let's figure out what works best for both of us. Or they may just be like, John, it's a quick question. Can you, can you answer X, Y, or Z? You answer it in a matter of two or three seconds mm-hmm. and you move on. Correct. But if you're that person who doesn't return phone calls within an hour, you possibly won't return my phone call till tomorrow. Mm. And it's only 2 p.m. today. Mm. No, yeah, you're, you're not building trust with me. I don't, you're not reliable. Mm. Same thing goes for email. Same exact thing goes for, goes for email. Now, the last part about being reliable, how reliable are you with your information? If I ask you a question and you give me an answer, is it truthful? You mentioned being honest early on, mm-hmm. but is it truthful? Is it factual? If you don't know the answer, are you willing to say, hey, you know what? I don't know the answer. Let me go get it for you and I'll call you back or I'll email you back or hell, I'll text it to you. Mm-hmm. But part of being reliable is that, are you a source of information and is your information accurate? Mm. Because if your information is accurate and I can trust that you're gonna pick up the call when I, when, when pick up your phone when I call, and if you don't pick it up, I know you're gonna call me back, you're building trust with me. Yeah. You are 100% building trust with me. Um, number three. Let's go. You ready for it? I am. It's kind of what I was just talking about, resourceful. How resourceful also. Like I was telling you, like you need to be reliable with your information. Mm-hmm. But now take that third R and you need to think about being resourceful. What does that mean? Well, we actually talked about being resourceful on the launch of this podcast. Hmm. Like if you go back and listen to that recording. Wow. Oh, yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> if you go back and listen to that recording and we discussed, well, why is it called the Loan Officer Podcast? And I said, well, in my opinion, everyone needs a good loan officer in their life. Mm -hmm. And like, well, not everyone's going to become a homeowner. Not everyone needs a home loan. In fact, most people only get a home loan every five to seven years. I'm like, yes, but a loan officer, a really good loan officer is that guy or that girl that's got a guy. Got a guy or gal. Yeah. Like they, that's the, I got it. Like your loan officer should be when you're at a neighborhood function or an after hour event and someone brings up a topic and someone needs to be introduced to a professional in a certain organization, mm-hmm. your loan officer should be someone that you're like, you know what? I, I Yeah. I, I got a guy that if I texted him or called him or emailed him or her yeah. on Monday, I bet they know someone. Yep. And that's what you want to be in any industry, whether, whether you are a financial advisor, heck, whether you're a dentist or an attorney, whether you sell commercial real estate, you want to be a connector. Mm-hmm. You want to be the I know a guy, I know a, a gal mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. That's building trust. The three R's. What are they again? Don't quiz me on, Come on. this, man. Come on, yep. Be reliable. That's number two, be reliable. Be resourceful. That's number three, be resourceful. And then the first one, recognition. Recognize. Recognize. You better recognize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The three R's of building trust. So in sales in general, you want to know, like, and trust. trust. In sales, what I say, did I just say in trust in general? In sales. Yeah, in sales. In, sales in, in sales in general, you want to know, 
be known, be liked, and be trusted. Today's episode, the three R's of trust, recognition, reliability, and resourcefulness. Nice. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen, and we're done. Deuces. Arr.